Life can throw a lot at you. But imagine if your life were different, better, not because of what's coming at you, but because of what's coming from you. Let's get there together. Join us and imagine yourself. Welcome to Imagine Yourself. I'm Lene. And this is Sandy. And what are we imagining today, Lene? We're imagining just winging it every once in a while, doing things in a way we've never done them before. We want to feel free. We want to feel creative. We want to feel spontaneous. I like winging it. Winging it is me. I'm a winging it kind of person. But you, on the other hand. I like everything to be specific and planned and no wing at all. So this will be a good conversation. Maybe we can argue like who's better. We sure can because let me tell you, for me personally, to take on a task like being spontaneous is already out of my comfort zone. (laughs) And if we're being honest, part of the reason that we decided to talk about being spontaneous is because we're going to try to be a little more spontaneous on this episode today. And so I didn't want to over-prepare or Can I take away your notes it. then? No, no, no. I have to have my starting opening and then, you know, and then I can go from there. <laughs> then I can be spontaneous from there. But after reflecting on all this, I did feel like preparation and spontaneous are combating forces. <laughs> they are, but you know what? To be honest with you, I don't completely not plan either. I don't just walk around and not have any plan for the day or I don't think that that's good either. But I will say that... A lack of spontaneity, it can hurt your creativity, I think. I think so, too. Because here's the thing. Now, as much as I say that I'm not crazy about being spontaneous, I did prepare (laughs) for today at least one little thing. you got to give me one little thing that I got to prepare. As simple as this. I wanted to actually think about what is the full definition of spontaneous. Occurring as a result of a sudden inner impulse without effort, without premeditation, natural and unconstrained, happening in a natural, often sudden way without any planning and without being forced. And when you hear it laid out like that, doesn't that sound like a beautiful thing? It sounds like a positive thing, like living in the moment. Yes. There was this quote from a musician, John McLaughlin, who said, only in spontaneity can we be who we truly are. Yeah, maybe that's my problem. Maybe I don't want everybody to see who I truly am inside because then they'll be like, oh my goodness, this she's so far from perfect. She's got issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all got issues. Yeah. I don't think so. I think you're just a good planner. I don't want to come down on planning in this episode. Very recently, we talked about how the most organized people are generally the most successful people. That's true. That's a good part. Also, on my drive over here today... I try to do a little evaluation because this is not really in my comfort zone. I'm grateful that it's in yours because I think it makes for a good combination. But do you notice sometimes the best people that can be objective in evaluating you are like your girlfriends, your best friends, (laughs) your BFFs? They're honest with you, right? (laughs) Yes. And I went ahead just because of this. I called up one of my little BFFs, my college roommate, and asked her, you wouldn't call me spontaneous, would you? Did she laugh? <laughs> she, she, she tried her best to be thoughtful. She said, hmm, well, the fact that you plan everything thoroughly, like the fact that you knew the exact day, time, moment, second that you conceived both of your children. Wow. <laughs> you had planned what month you wanted to get pregnant in and when you wanted to have them. And you make scheduled, planned 
times that I can talk to you on the phone. You know, yeah, she's I'm like, familiar <laughs> with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I do that with Sandy too. Like, I, I can talk to you between this time and this time. So she's like, so basically, no, I would not say that you're spontaneous. And I'm like, can you think of any time I was spontaneous? She's like, uh, that time back in college, that one time where we decided to spontaneously go to TGI Fridays that night. Yeah, that was one. Wow. So one time at a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And but you probably knew what you wanted to order on the way over Absolutely. there. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I thought about what I wanted to order the last time I was there. You know, look, I'm going to order this this time, but next time I come, I'm going to order. Right. Can yeah. you plan it for your next time that yes. you might go to TGI Fridays? But is <laughs> but this whole this whole thing is making me think about: Am I limiting myself? Am I limiting my fun? My joy. Are others out there listening? Are they thinking about this a little bit different light now, too? I think it comes down to personality. And I was reading a blog from somebody who was a planner, just like you. And she literally said that she has to plan times not to plan. Like she says, okay, I'm going to give myself a couple of hours on Friday where I'm going to be spontaneous. And she said, don't judge. It works for me. So I like that idea. So you, there you go, Lene. Okay, so but then what about the flip side? We love on this show to talk about balance, but on the flip side, there are some people who want to do everything fly by the seat of their pants, oh, yeah, go yeah, with yeah, the yeah. wind. What should those people do <laughs> to, to help? Should Grow they up. plan like, yeah, or should they be like every Friday at this time I'm going to plan? Or you know, well maybe they should, but I don't think that they would come through with those plans because generally people like that are not very reliable because everything is spontaneity. But I do understand that people who are more spontaneous can be more creative because that's just the way their brain works. And we need those people in this world too. Right. I don't know if you're Beethoven or Bach back in the day. How do you (laughs) plan to have this great minuet, this great composition? It has to come to you and you have to roll with it and, and be spontaneous and be open to where it lands. I don't think that it's always a hard, fast rule. Like I'll use the case of my son. My son is in college and he's a musician also. And his dream is to be in music. And he plays almost every instrument. He sings very well. And he writes a lot of the band songs. The band is called Boys and Ties. They met when they were in high school. But he's also in college getting a business degree and making straight A's. So he has a brain that I think is very creative, but yet he has learned to discipline it enough to do very well in like hard classes like statistics and accounting. But then again, I walk into his room and it's a a tornado in there. So where does all that go? I like that example for two reasons. First of all, because I've heard your son's music and I do love it. It takes me places back to where I was younger, which that's hard to do for especially someone with my personality. <laughs> but so I love that part. But also they talk about show business and it seems like he is dedicated to studying business mm-hmm. and being able to do the show part of show business too. And that again is that word balance comes up. So yeah, I don't know how the parts of somebody's brain can work and excel in two different fields. But like I mentioned with the room, he's not organized because his room's messy I mean, he is he's a younger young, person. Yeah, and he's a guy. Yeah, but you would think somebody who is able to juggle all these things, and he has a part time job, and he he does all these other things, that you would think that someone like that would have to be super organized. But I guess he's organized in his own way because he's very successful. And is he happy? And he's happy. Yes, he's happy. I think he would love to be able to just go into the music business and not have to get a college degree. But that's not happening. So, but but yeah. he's disciplined enough yeah. to do it the full way. What about things like being spontaneous for big events, things that are outside of your comfort zone, but you're going to go ahead and jump into it anyway? 
like the big break, like what if your son did get some super great opportunity in the music world that would require him to don't even oh, say oh, it. Don't say oh 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 oh. oh. Okay, That's a so bad school, question for a mom. School. <laughs> but there are some of those things that come up, right? I guess <laughs> we won't go there. How he's about... got a scholarship too, so he's you oh, know, yeah, so he, he yeah. needs to okay. He needs stay the course. He needs stay to get his degree. Course. Yeah, I know that everybody knows their own situation and their own flexibility level, and I know in my case, I can sometimes sit and stew on things and think about things and overanalyze it so long that maybe other times I've been blessed by just having to go for it. I know before I married my husband, we were young. We had both graduated college recently. We lived down in Miami, Florida, Mm -hmm. super fun. We dated a few years. We were deeply in love. But he suddenly got a great job opportunity in Michigan. And we didn't know anybody in Michigan And we didn't have very much money. Everything was happening so fast. So he just proposed to me. I said, yes. I drove up to Michigan. We looked in the yellow pages in the phone book. We figured out a place to get married. We got married on a Friday after work that day. We went to Red Lobster. Boom. Married. (laughs) You went to Red Lobster. (laughs) Yeah. That was like, that was all the money we had. That was was the best we were going to get. Yes. Nothing against Red Lobster, but no reception, no anything. Just boom. We had to call... Because we got to the courthouse, they said, you have to have two witnesses. I'm like, oh, dear. I called my grandparents. They said, you've got some cousin who lives over in uh, Detroit. Call them up and tell them to show up. They've never met you before, but they'll be your witnesses. Boom. Mm. Spontaneous. They signed the paperwork, got married. Oh, my gosh. 20 years later, happy. I didn't have time to overthink it. I kind of had cold feet, but I'm like, okay, I guess we're doing this. Wow. (laughs) So you didn't even think twice. You just went for it. Just went for it. And I don't regret a single thing. So having gone through that, doesn't it loosen you up a little bit or no? It should have. <laughs> but it doesn't. The more I think about being spontaneous and the more that you even ask me that question, I do want to say out there and push out to everyone that there are some very good reasons to be spontaneous. Okay, so I've been married 20 years. But wouldn't it be a little spicy and fun to be spontaneous sometimes in my relationship, in my marriage? Have yeah. a look every once in a while. <laughs> you know? That's how I met my husband, too, actually. That same college roommate that was talking to on the phone and another college friend of mine said, we got to fix your look. You've got these big, huge, plastic Sally Jesse Raphael glasses, <laughs> and you've got uh, these clothes that are just too big and don't fit, and your hair is, this is Miami. So this the is like an ambush just, makeover? Yeah, ambush makeover. They did my hair. They dressed me. They got me contact lenses. They sent me out into the world. And then boom, that's my husband had, I passed by him several times before he'd never noticed me. <laughs> oh, behind the <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael glasses, yes. which as a reference, it. you know, if you're too young, you might want to Google who she is yeah. and just the image. And you'll yeah. see there's these big red plastic glasses. Yeah. All right. So an ambush makeover sometimes this might be what we need. And that can be a spiritual makeover, a physical makeover, an emotional makeover, like an overhaul. And we don't have to overthink it. But it did take some planning on your friend's part, though. Not much. I mean, they just called up, hey, Keisha, come down with the curl and iron, the flat. They didn't have flat irons back then. Come with the curl and iron. We're going to fix Lene today. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Just random. You have all this stuff in your past that you actually have been spontaneous. So why wouldn't you call yourself a spontaneous person? It's not like you've 
never done anything spontaneous. Do you think it's because the things that I'm referring to are all things that only affected me personally? Now that I have a family, I have kids, I have to plan, I have to think ahead because it's more at stake than just me? That is probably every parent to some degree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, of course. There are things that I would have never been concerned with before I became a mom. And there was a period in my, my life where I was a single mom. So it was like even double-double. Mm -hmm. So And even the things that you've said about your son, you are going to be dedicated to sticking to the plan. I'm the one that's supposed to be spontaneous. <laughs> <laughs> but when it comes to these other people, there's a season for planning and there's a season for feeling free and going with the flow. So we've got two things going on here. We've got the fact that people have different personalities. Yes. With the day-to-day -day tasks, the down-to-the-phone call for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or me, which is I have a general plan for the day, and I do juggle a lot, and I do get everything done, but I'm much more freeform, right? Okay. And then we have the point you're making about youth, and then both of us are middle-aged women with kids. Yes. Right. And we both raised kids. So I think to try to compare us to somebody that's a 22-year-old in college, which you were when you were talking about the scenario with your yes. husband or around that age, it's probably not really a fair comparison. So some of the planning thing just comes with maturity and stuff that you have to do because you're responsible for other little people in your life. There we have it. Because what about this? Here's another one that just came to mind. What about the aspect of spontaneity where it can actually add dimension and character and new experiences to your life. Do you ever think about the situations where there are people, like sometimes where someone came in and asked me to join in on what they were doing, and the only thing that would have been stopping me would have been myself, and you kind of say, why not? And you go for it. Because Sandy, with the spontaneity and your lack of intimidation, you said, Lene, let's start a podcast together. Let's co-host together. Let's work together. All I had to do was say yes. You didn't go to a staffing agency and try to find, you know, so, you know, <laughs> you just said, I'm going to ask the person who's right here in front of me and who I know, and we just do it. Well, I wouldn't ask just anybody to be on a podcast. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there were certain things about you that I knew we would be a good team in a podcast. But I did just ask you. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like research how to ask Lene to, okay, yeah. okay, between 1230 and one, yeah. when she's having coffee, I'm going to ask her. Yeah, and make up this big elaborate or overthink it. You just went for it. I said yes. I just went for it. And it became something beautiful. And sometimes there is a natural inclination. I do have a natural, I love to talk. And so even though I wasn't familiar with hosting a podcast, there was something that spoke to my heart about it. Mm -hmm. And in those cases, I do love the idea of going ahead and riding that wave and trying it out. So like when your husband asked you to marry him, all these things were suggested to you by others. You still said yes. Right. Have you had a time in your life where you've made a big suggestion to somebody to do something that you feel like is spontaneous? Maybe that's the purpose of this podcast, too. Everybody has a different challenge for themselves. I would like to maybe take that on as a challenge for myself because I feel like all of my big, good, beautiful things, which is still a blessing, but have been asked by others. My brain sometimes does not think outside the box enough 
to think it up myself. It usually is from someone else asking. You don't have a problem going along with it if you feel like it might be a good thing, which there would be some people who would probably have said no to I the husband out. or, yeah. you know, very many things. Just, no, it doesn't really fit in with my life plan. Yeah, that doesn't really fit in. It's not perfect. We need to do a little more research on this. So the whole purpose of these types of talks are to help people look into their own lives and see where they might need some adjustments. Because if you're listening to this and you're thinking about someone who has recently asked you something and you really find yourself either because of intimidation aspects or because of overanalyzing or dragging your feet, maybe you're the type of person who needs to listen to this and take it as a, let's give it a try. Let's try it. Let's stop dragging the feet. Okay. And I know that there may be others in the audience who are saying, I need to slow down in certain things of life. I need to stop saying yes to everything. Mm -hmm. And that's their story. And because we're all so different, we try to bring these things to light so that you can kind of make these adjustments and make your life happier, better, more fulfilled, more open. And we kind of get to know our character. Sometimes we kind of know ourselves, but unless we really dig in with stronger questions and stronger challenges... We don't know our whole full potential. Sometimes we are afraid to take a step or afraid to take a suggestion or afraid to be proactive. Sometimes you literally just have an idea. Lene, you said you have, you've been okay with accepting things, but have you ever come up with an idea and thought, you know what, I would be really good at that. Maybe I should try that. And you just said, nah. Unfortunately, so we're just being honest. That is maybe my story. And I like the idea of partnerships. Not that I can't stand on my own two feet, but I really love... Sandy, you offered me another one just a few weeks back, which is the very definition of spontaneity. You said, Lene, what if we decided to sign up for some improvisational classes, improv acting classes? I said, sure, as long as we look it up that part. You'd have to plan your schedule, but look it up. You know, show up. Yeah, find it. I mean, maybe, but, but you know, pay for the Wait, classes. Wait, yeah. said it was improv. Can I just come? Can I just come and start getting up on stage? But I want to do it, and I want to do it with you, and I don't want to go to one by myself. I would not feel comfortable doing that, but I want to do it with you. I want to sign up. You know, that whole class teaches you to be spontaneous. You've yeah. got to go up on stage. You've got to have a scenario that comes at you from audience suggestions, and you've got to roll with it. And that is what I want. And friendships and partnerships sometimes are the way to go with that. And I agree. And if you are intimidated or not intimidated or just not comfortable, some people don't like to walk into new situations by themselves. There's nothing wrong with going with a friend or a sister or a colleague yeah. or whatever it is. So let's not just say, hey, you got to go out and do all these spontaneous things by yourself. Sometimes it just helps to have somebody there with you. Yeah. The whole purpose of this was just to dive in and think about ourselves in new ways. And I just really think you can add a lot of spice to your life. You can feel free, try new things, not to the point where you get yourself overwhelmed and not to the point where things are unsafe or dangerous. But we want safe, happy, uplifting, eye-opening experiences. Right. And I think that this is the mode and the method to do it. Embracing spontaneity. Some of the best things were created without being planned. 
Exactly. Yeah. Some of the best people were created without being planned. There you go. <laughs> I did not know when I was going to get pregnant, by the way. So, oh, I planned it very specifically based <laughs> on my husband's job and the time of year that would be best. And then uh, yeah, I know the exact day. Right. Okay. We can, <laughs> yeah. we can all get the picture. Yeah. So it's just too, like, and there's nothing wrong with doing that, Lene, especially for something as like having a child. There's nothing wrong with for, it. What about this though? And I'm even going to kind of spank my own hand for this. What about though, things like creating life and people, there are so many things we cannot control. We need to be mindful of the fact that Everything is not always going to go our way and not always going to go the way that we planned. And in my case, I guess I was very blessed that it did happen where it did work out my husband's scheduling at work and all that stuff to have the kids at a certain time. But being spontaneous can almost be a way of practicing preparing oneself for the fact that sometimes life is going to throw whatever at you. You get in the habit of dealing with things that just occur because that's the nature of life no matter how meticulous and even the most meticulous planner Lene <laughs> yeah. you must feel the wrath of things coming at you right yes. I mean not wrath I guess that's the wrong word or maybe it is for you I don't know it can feel that way sometimes yeah. right and that's when maybe you need to slow down center yourself and say okay I'm not God I'm not in charge of everything <laughs> you know I Try to control the things that I can control and the other things I'm going to be a willing participant in life. It's almost like a, I learned this back in English class, the willing suspension of disbelief. And this is what our teacher taught us when you're reading a good book or when you're watching a good movie, sometimes you're going to just have the willing suspension of disbelief or in this case, the willing suspension of control. And you're just going to ride it and you're yeah. going to enjoy it. And you're going to see where these characters get taken and the ups and downs and the roller coasters. And you're going to have fun with it. Because do we really think the Avengers could actually happen? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Thanos. Yes. Let's watch out for that. Yes. Dude. Snap those fingers. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but no, in that case, you really have to go ahead. Don't put on your analyzing hat because you're going to get yeah. really frustrated. But I think we know how to do that in movies. But what you're saying is life. do it in life. Yeah. Yes. You want to do takeaway time? Yeah. I guess the only thing for us to remember after all of this, there is a time and a place, a special place in our hearts for spontaneity. Little kids have it. They just like get up. Let's do a play. Let's sing a song. Let's do a handstand, whatever. Extraordinary things can come from it. Growth and development can come from it. Just try to make a little room in your life for some fun, for some spontaneous things. Consider the challenges that we presented today and... Imagine yourself savoring a little spice and a little spontaneity in life. Thanks for listening. Now we'd like to hear from you. Got an idea for the show? Want to share your story or just say hello? Make sure you connect with us. You can do that at imagineyourselfpodcast.com. And we'll talk to you again next time when we have something new to imagine. 